Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up and get ready for this Wednesday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. Excellent. What is our top story tonight? Which seems to have been our... It, it has finally replaced Galaxy's Edge as our number one story. <laughs> uh, so go ahead, tell us what that is. It's a Dorian update. Dorian is like your drunk uncle <gasps> who won't leave at Christmas dinner. <laughs> He just stays around and stays around and moves real slow. But he's causing less damage in Florida than we thought he might. That's true. However, he did decimate the uh, Bahamas, the Bahamas yeah. and Abacos Island, which is uh, the closest large island to Castaway Key. Um, and I think you mentioned uh, to me earlier that Disney has uh, made a financial donation to the Bahamas. They've promised a million dollars to help in the rehabilitation of the Bahamas. Excellent. That's good yeah. news. Good good corporate citizens that Disney is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what is going on with Dorian? It lost a little of its luster. Um, so they've been, they added in a couple of hours that they had previously taken away, right? They did. I mean, Epcot was supposed to close. At two. At two. And now they've changed it to seven. That, that's for tonight. So by the time you guys listen to this, old news. Um... No, Epcot was supposed to close at 3. That's Magic what I King- said. Magic Kingdom and Epcot were supposed to close at 3, and Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios were closing at 2. So um, those are all staying the same. Magic Kingdom will still close at 3. Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios still closing at 2. But Epcot is now not closing until 7. And Disney Springs, which was supposed to close at 3, is now staying open until um, 8 o'clock. So I think it's rainy there. Right. So it's not the most pleasant, but at least you don't have to be holed up in your room if you don't want to be. Right. The hurricane itself has been downgraded to a Category 2, mm-hmm. so it is no longer as strong as it was. And um, it's moving up the coast. It's not going to make landfall in Florida, so, so All, that's good. Yeah. All the extra magic hours for um, Wednesday morning are canceled, but the parks should open at their regular time. Dang it. Were you looking forward to your extra magic hours tomorrow? I was. I was. Now, I believe that Universal did not uh, did not close early today. Yeah, I mean, setting it up to close ahead of time just seems like it was more trouble than it was worth. Like, I feel like they could have just gone along planning on things being open until they knew better a couple of hours right. beforehand. You know, you just announce it like, hey, we're closing, we're closing in two hours or whatever. I mean, they were expecting this to hit originally like Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. you've you've seen on Facebook that Jason finished his train, which was supposed to be his, his Disney train station set Lego. Did he set. finish the whole thing? I only saw the first two cars. I believe it's completed, uh, but you know that was supposed to be his big hurricane, <laughs> his big hurricane project, and it, it's done. And the hurricane is still not there know, yet. Not if it's even coming. Made landfall. So, yeah. which is good. I mean, it we're is. glad that it didn't hit. We're glad that it didn't cause damage in in Disney World or even along the coast. Um, nobody wants that kind of destruction. Right. So, moving outside of Dorian. Yes. Uh, what else we have going on? There's well, not much. No, but uh, they did announce that there will be automated photo kiosks in the launch bay, Star Wars launch bay in Hollywood Studios. Um, recently, Ky- Kylo Ren left his photo opportunities in the launch bay, and uh, they've been taken over by Darth Vader uh, because Kylo went to uh, Galaxy's Edge. And these automated kiosks, which were introduced a few months ago, are taking the place of PhotoPass photographers. 
Okay. So essentially they've got multiple cameras stuck on a wall. Right. You've still got a cast member who points to the cameras and tells you to smile. But this is the cast member who will use, you know, will take your photo for you. He's more of the Right, so usher. instead of having to have two, because you used to have two people there. It wouldn't right. be just a photo pass photographer no, usually. No, it would always be a character handler. Every once in a while, you see just one. Either just the photo pass photographer or just a handler. Well, if there's just one, it's usually not a photo pass photographer. There is a character handler there for the meet and greets. Like when we used to go meet Hanny Mandy, there was no photo pass photographer. But there was a handler, and they would use your camera to take your picture for you. Right. There was no official camera there. Right. However, this is a camera built right into the wall, and of course, since it's part of the Star Wars launch bay, it's built to look like it's part of the, you know, launch bay walls. So it's got a very sci-fi look to it. It does seem integrated. And then after you take your picture, you go through, and they've got two little kiosks that you punch your magic band onto, and they look like kiosks that might be in the Death Star. You know, they're all made out with little space doodads and thingamabobs and uh, and whatnot. Push some buttons and feel like you're doing something important. Right. Uh, So that'll take care of your your memory maker uh, and your, your, you know, connecting it to your My Disney Experience account. Um, You know, what I don't like about this, and, and, you know, they show a couple of uh, sample photos, and the photos look good, the posed ones. But what I really liked about the photo pass photographers uh, at these character meet and greets was that they captured the candid photos. Um, You know, as you're walking up to the character, they would start snapping photos. When your child's interacting, maybe the character's got their back to them and your child's got a big smile on his face. You were getting pictures like that, so... And there's some of that here, but they're not timed properly. Well, no, that's the whole thing, is that these are timed on an interval. So if it's taking a picture every three seconds, you're going to get that every third second versus... You have having, having someone actually watch the interaction right. and see when it's the appropriate right. time. Yeah, you're definitely you know, and that's what you touch. miss when when you don't have a photo pass photographer. Right, you miss somebody with that photographer's eye who mm-hmm. knows that you know what type of experience they're capturing. Um, yes, but you can save twelve dollars an hour by not having to pay that. You can <laughs> photo pass photographer. And, you know, I think that's part of Disney's downfall. You know, once again, they're they're tr- they're scrimping. Mm-hmm. You know, they've made more money than they've ever made. You know, mostly due in part to their movies division, uh, but they continue to make money hand over fist. Yeah, and they're cutting things like, you know. Street performers, you know, citizens of Hollywood. We talked yesterday about the Pixharmonic Orchestra getting canceled, you know, or getting let go. Right. Uh, and now you're cutting out PhotoPass photographers. Yeah. Um, photo these these automated kiosks work really nice for those long shots, mm-hmm. you know, that I showed you the other day, where they've got, you know, it kind of zooms in on you while yeah. you're standing outside the castle or while you're standing in those Galaxy's are cool, Edge. but when you're not interacting with a character, right? I don't like it for a character. No, no, I, I think it kind of. You know, you're going to get a lot of these, like, out-of-focus shots. I mean, some of the some of the funnest pictures are, you know, when you go for a character meet-and-greet, it's not just that one posed photo. That pet photo pass photographer was generally taking between 10 to 20 additional photos right. that would show up on your memory maker. And, yeah, you know what? Maybe of those 15 photos, you know, nine of them stunk. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or there was real no artistic merit in them. But you would get three or four of those photos that really captured, like, the joy in your child's face or, you know, me looking like I'm awestruck when I met Baymax or something. <laughs> right. Um, and, and you just don't get that now. It's like, oh, will that be timed? Will that automated shutter click at just the right moment? Yeah, and I can't help but think a year down the road, oh, which kiosk is broken, which camera isn't working, you know. Right. Uh, I don't know. 
it seems like something where a lot, a lot could go wrong with it if they don't keep up with it all the time. Yeah, and you know, uh, you you talk about these kiosks breaking. Um, there's the at the end of Mission Space, uh, they have a it used to be a set of twenty four. Uh, stations where kids could play and, and there was a game where they could sit at a computer terminal and play against each other. Well, they just removed 16 of the terminals. So you've only got four on each team as opposed to 12 on each team. And one of the big complaints was that these terminals were always broken. Right. You know, how many times do you get off Spaceship Earth and you go to try to do something in there and, and something's down? You know, are they going to keep these these automated photo kiosks up? That's the big question. Right. And yeah. you, you hope that they do. Yes, I, I definitely do, but yeah, I'm not optimistic. You know, photos are a big part of memories, and when you start denying your guests that, I would say they would riot, but no one ever really. You know, everybody... <laughs> everybody I, just gets used to the new norm. Yeah, you know, Dave summed it up once. Uh, you know, everybody is, is quick to rise up when they change something, and there's that period where everybody's angry and everybody wants to sign a petition. <laughs> and then it's just kind of like, everybody goes kind of like this laissez-faire type attitude. And then, you know, eventually they just accept it. Yeah. Until the next change comes along and everybody gets riled up again. So, um, I personally thumbs down on the automated photo kiosks. You know what's a big thumbs up? What's that? These new magic bands. So I'm a little bit grumpy about the fact that we're now paying for magic bands. Right. But the new ones that just came out... Really cute. Um, they are classic Disney character magic bands. So there's one, there's a goofy one, the Donald one. I feel like you have to have. Look at that. All right. Isn't that cute? It they is. have like a black. They have a black background, um, and then multiple images of the character. Uh, there's uh, Chip and Dale, Minnie Mouse. Uh, who else do we have? Pluto and Mickey. Oh, and Daisy. They're really cute. They're twenty four ninety nine, um, and they are available in. Uh, let's see. Right now, they're in the Magic Kingdom. So, those cool. are cute. They also recently came out with a Figment Magic Band and a Rock and Roller Coaster twentieth anniversary um, Magic Band. The Figment one, I could definitely do without, but you know, if you're a Figment person, okay, it looks pretty nice. I guess. Um, and the Rock and Roller twenty Rock and Roller Roller uh, Rock and Roller Coaster twentieth anniversary. So speaking of uh, Rock and Roller Coaster twentieth anniversary, um, what's up with all these ride anniversaries? You know, I'm a little bummed because the Haunted Mansion they're making a big to do about the Haunted Mansion's fiftieth anniversary, and there are a couple of rides that are celebrating their anniversaries as well, and one of them is Splash Mountain. Okay. Which opened up in Disneyland in 1989, mm -hmm. um, named Splash Mountain. Uh, because it was, it was they were trying to use uh, the movie Splash uh, to tie in with that. As as funny as that sounds. What uh, really? Yeah. With That's like why Tom you, Hanks. Yeah, if you look at this, the way Splash is written, it's the same font as Splash on the movie posters. But then they do the whole Song of the South yeah, thing it's, inside. It's rare. That it's, makes exactly. zero sense. It does not make any sense. That's funny. Um, I think I might have liked like a mermaid splash ride even better. Right. <laughs> well. Uh, I just think it's kind of funny that, uh, you know, Haunted Mansion is, is getting all the, the notice, but there's these two other rides, which are pretty good. You know, Rock and Roller Coaster's 20th, uh, Splash Mountain's 30th, and, you know, all the, the, the focus is on the ghost. To be fair, though, it's 50 for the ghost. It is. And, you know, maybe when Splash Mountain hits 50, well, it it'll hits get 50. the same hoopla. Right. You know, that's some serious staying power to hit 50 years. Okay. I don't begrudge it. 
No? No. Okay. That's your prerogative. <laughs> um, let's see. Over in Disneyland Paris, oh. Star Tours added a new scene. They do. They are getting a new scene based on Rise of the Skywalker, which is episode nine, due out this December in your local movie theater. Um, so it's going to be uh, in place for Legends of the Force, which is a special... Uh, Season, you know, in air quotes that they're doing to celebrate Star Wars in Paris, uh, which starts January 11th. So, you know, they've done this before. They've added additional scenes in all of the uh, Star Tours attractions. So there's no indication as to how many scenes there are going to be. Uh, but with the release of each movie, they have added additional scenes. The last two times Star Wars got, Star Tours got new sequences. Uh, was from Crate and Batuu, which were added in 2017. And before that, Jakku was added in 2015. So, um, you know, get excited for that. You know, obviously they're going to come to Disneyland and Hollywood Studios shortly after they debut in Paris. I would imagine, yeah. Cool. Um, have you seen the new character bus wraps at Disney World? I have. The Dumbo one is so cute. It is. There's a Dumbo one and there's a Guardians of the Galaxy one. Cool. I think those are the only two new ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, that I've seen. They're cute. And they are debuting new buses, and, and I like I like the new looks. Yeah. I, they're um, lively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see, a uh, new gift card offer for AP holders uh, for the Food and Wine Festival over at Epcot. Yes. Looks like uh, for the special Chef Mini gift cards, if you spend $100, if you buy $100 Chef Mini uh, gift card, you get a $10 digital card that you have to use by November 23rd, and it's good at select restaurants. What are those That's restaurants? Right. Those select restaurants are Ackershoes Royal Banquet Hall, the Beer Garden Restaurant, Coral Reef Restaurant, Garden Grill Restaurant, Le Cellier Steakhouse, the Rosen Crown Pub, and Dining Room. All right. I mean, it's not much, but what the heck, it's something, right? It is. And uh, those can be purchased in Epcot at Mouse Gear, Disney Traders, Port of Entry, and the Bridge Kiosk. All right. Um, so that's about it for news. Um, well, you do you want to do your? Well, there are there are a couple of other uh, things I just wanted to mention, oh, and okay. that is if you follow the Disney Park blog, uh, and you know everyone should be following mm-hmm. the Disney Park blog. Um, they've released some new wallpapers, uh, specifically themed towards Galaxy's Edge. Uh, if you've never gone to Disney Parks blog before just uh, do a search on wallpaper uh, a lot of their artists will create wallpaper a couple times a month I don't I don't want to say right, I don't want to ask a stupid question but where am I putting this wallpaper is it like for my background on my computer or can I get it, it on my correct. phone it is for your phone it is for mobile it devices and for your computer okay so uh, that's available there um, also we mentioned I mentioned yesterday the uh, Riviera Resort uh, you know they have that online show that you can watch about the art of the um, art of the resort, and they just released a, a story, some up an up close look at the artwork uh, at the, the Riviera Resort. So that's kind of cool. And the other big big story. Um, <laughs> this is the littlest big story I've ever heard. Right is on here because new Sith Trooper merchandise. Uh, is being rammed down our throats at the <laughs> Disney parks. Uh, the Sith... I think it's only at Disneyland right now, isn't it? Uh, well, it's it's going to be rolled out to all the Disney parks. Okay. Um, the Sith Trooper is a new uh, Stormtrooper character that was introduced at Comic-Con a few months back in San Diego. 
they did a little more uh, in detail of, at um, uh, D23. And, you know, that's going to be the big character uh, with this new Star Wars uh, movie, The Rise of the Skywalker, that's coming out. So, uh, you know, be on, the, be on the lookout for that. If you're, you know, your kid's a Disney fan, then, uh, you know, the Sith Trooper costume might be, a, might be something you're looking at for Halloween. Yeah. Are we done with news now? Now we're done with news. Okay. So um, I like to look at Instagram for all sorts of um, Disney updates and, and fun things. So um, because we have a little time left, I thought we could talk about a couple of the little things that come up on Instagram that are popular right now. Sure. Um, it looks like they've got some merchandise for the Food and Wine Festival. It's this like pink themed uh, merchandise. It's cute if you're a woman. I mean, I don't see too many men, even gay men walking around with uh, little cupcake-shaped mugs with, uh, I don't know, ice cream hats or whatever's who going are, on there. Who are you to judge? I'm, well, I'm not. They're, um, they're rather feminine. But they're really cute, so those are fun. Those are showing up all over Instagram. Um, also, someone posted, I think it was the Disney Food Blog, posted this giant peanut butter brownie, and it's, it has uh, like a peanut butter cup and Reese's, um, pieces. Reese's Pieces on top and like a chocolate fudge frosting and those are available at the Backlot Express in Hollywood Studios. So that's good because it's probably the only yummy thing at the Backlot Express because everything <laughs> else there stinks. <laughs> There's wow. some footage of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, it looks like it's the weather is pretty crappy there. So um, even though the hurricane uh, main portion has missed them, it looks like today, Tuesday, um, it is uh, not great weather there. Yeah, it's definitely poncho weather. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get to go on all the rides, though, because no one else is no there. No one else is there. Which is good. Um, and then we talked about that galactic funnel cake mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and it had, like, the fruit on it. Um, what else does it have on it? I don't know. There's, like, a can of strawberry sauce, some an icing. Maybe that's chocolate. And then, no, it had, remember, it had, like, candy rocks, and mm-hmm. we were like, mm-hmm. what are they? Are they pop rocks? They're chocolate rocks. Okay. So that makes me happier because it makes more sense, and I would actually eat that. if and they pop, were. pop rocks can kill you. If, if you eat them with soda, isn't yeah, that the old, that's uh, the old legend? Uh, rumor. So, uh, was there anything else I saw on there? Oh, they had um, someone posted a picture of the Bao Bun at Japan for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, and it's filled with um, Is like it a teriyaki bao, or bao? Bao? bao. I don't know. It's bao. Um, it's filled with teriyaki chicken and vegetables, and that looks delicious. So, something new to try. Yeah, if anyone speaks Japanese, let us know if it's bao or bao. Like, I don't think it's Scott Bayo. Maybe, oh, it's a Scott Bayo flavored bun. <laughs> That's not tasty. No. <laughs> no. I think a Scott Bayo bun would be flavored like despair. <laughs> so as much time as I like to spend on Instagram, Tony hangs out on the Disney Parks blog. And um, one of the things that they had on there is a quiz about... Uh, what Star Wars about Galaxy's Edge so I know nothing about Galaxy's Edge so between the two of us we could do a terrible job at this what all do you right think? it's nine quick questions I'm gonna hit them hit them to you right now on what pla- what planet do you visit in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Hoth Coruscant Batuu or Naboo oh it's Batuu I know that one all right let's we'll see do, do we get to know right away or we what? do that was that was correct yay and what city do you visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Black Spire Outpost Mos Eisley Gungan City or Coruscant Oh, I'm going to go with Coruscant? Uh, you would be incorrect. Oh, no. It's the Black Spire Outpost. Well, so I know it's the Black Spire Outpost, but it doesn't sound like a city. 
Where is the planet of Batu located? In the deep core, along the galaxy's outer rim, or near Rishi Maze? Uh, along the galaxy's outer rim. Bang, you are correct. Woo! All right. Uh, at Millennium, uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which job is not a role guests take to steer on the ship? Engineer, gunner, pilot, or Dejaric battler? The Dejaric battler. You are correct. Now, for someone who doesn't know much about Star Wars, I'm pretty good at this. Where can you find DJ R3X, a.k.a. Rex, the former Star Speeder 3000 pilot droid from the original Star Tours att- attraction? At Oga's Cantina, at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, or at Ronto Roasters? Oh, that's hard. I'm going to go with Docking Bay 7. Oh, you would be incorrect. It's at oh. Oga's Cantina. Now, that was my last choice. little trivia about Captain Rex. He is voiced by Paul Rubens, who is also known as Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> I don't like him. I, I, genius. I know you Paul like Rubens him. is a genius. I know. Savi's Workshop is where you can build your own droid, build your own light shit, lightsaber, or shop for Toydarian toys. Build your own lightsaber. Build your own lightsaber. Oh, you are correct. You're, you're doing much better than I thought well, you Well, a lot of this is based on the land. It's not on Star Wars itself. That's true. Guests can try blue milk at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. In which film did this drink make its debut? Star Wars A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, or Star Wars The Force Awakens? Oh, it's either The New Hope or The Force Awakens. You have to pick one. Would I'm going to like go New a friend? Hope. You would, oh, you would be correct. Yay! And two more questions. We probably bored everybody here. <laughs> uh, guests can also taste green milk at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. In what film did this drink debut? The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars The Force Awakens, or Star Wars The Last Jedi? I'll go with The Last Jedi. You would be incorrect. No, you are I'm correct. correct. I'm sorry, you are correct. Remember uh, Luke drank, drank no, it? No, I don't right, remember right any the of it. These are guesses. And where can guests purchase a holocron? At the Droid Depot, Savi's Workshop, at Black Spire Outfitters, at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. I'm going with Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities, you are correct. You got a 7 out of 9. I'm very impressed. Thank you. As they say in the Star Wars universe... Live long and prosper. <laughs> that is not what they say. No, that is not. You're, you're good enough to know that. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And this is the Disney Drive Time Podcast. May the Force be with you. <laughs>